and welcome back to Winging It. I'm Lucy Hitchcock and I want to help you live your happiest life by building the most incredible career or business. I went from being in a career I hated to running a successful digital marketing, branding and website agency, Sassy Digital. Once I was running my own business, the rest of my life fell into place and I've never been happier. If you're listening to this on your phone, make sure you get the best experience by downloading the Entail app. Entel is an interactive podcast platform that combines the best of audio storytelling with the richness of the web. So this means you'll be able to follow links, view images, follow people on social and much more by just tapping your phone. The music for this podcast is epic, I know. It's been provided by The Edit Album, a curation of copyright-free music for creatives. Our listeners get 25% off with the code SASSY25 and I'll leave the link in the description box or if you're listening on Entel, you'll be able to click the link now. No matter what we're doing, some days we feel either really unmotivated or like we're trying to tackle an ever-growing to-do list that just does not seem to get smaller. Do you ever feel like you're trying to manage your work, remember to drink enough water, wash your hair every other day, get enough sleep, manage your money and live a social life all at the same time? Sometimes it can all seem like too much. I for one have days where I can hardly get out of bed in the morning, but there are several things I've learned to do since starting my own business that means my productivity is boosted and I manage to tick off my all important to-do list. My first tip is get into a routine. My first tip to boosting your productivity, if you work from home or run your own business, is to get into a routine. For me, I'm most productive in the morning, so this means getting up, getting ready for the day, putting on my makeup, having a coffee, feeding the dog, and then sitting down at my desktop at eight or 9 a.m., depending on how much I have to get done that day. I used to think it was amazing working from home because I could wake up when I wanted and sit in my pajamas all day but this really quickly got old and I just felt like a slob. Setting yourself boundaries and a routine is the most important thing here. If you find you're more productive in the evening, then it might not work for you to get up and get ready for nine o'clock in the morning, but just do what works for you and stick to it. Number two, utilize productivity apps. I am the biggest list maker, I always have been. When I worked in London, for someone else. I used to make lists on post-it notes and stick them to my computer and get rid of them as I ticked them off. I've come a long way since then and now I use several apps to help me keep track of my tasks. The first one I use is Microsoft OneNote, which I've used for years. It's honestly been the best tool for me to make my daily to-do list, as well as keep track of several different clients in different tabs. What I love the most about OneNote is that it syncs between my computer and my phone, meaning I have my lists wherever I am. I'm not only make lists for work stuff, but I love list making in my personal life too. I write down who I'm going to buy what for on Christmas, make shopping lists that I can tick off, not to mention lists for things that I mustn't forget to take on my holidays with me. The second app I use is Asana, which I've used for years as well. Asana is a task management system, which is amazing if you're working in a team. I use it to keep track of things I've asked other people to do for me. So, for example, all of our graphic design and branding projects got logged into Asana so that I can assign the task to my graphic designer. I can set a due date, write a brief, attach files and much more. You can break tasks down into sections. So we have a section for each of our clients as well as a graphic design to do list. 
What this means is that I can log in and check the status of a project at any time. I've also got Asana on my phone so I can create and check tasks on the move. Number three is set your intentions for the day when you first sit down at your desk. Every day I look at my to-do list and break it down into manageable size chunks. This usually means I'll have three important and large tasks to get done and several smaller admin jobs. I usually start by spending an hour doing admin jobs and once the hour is up, I tick off the ones that I've completed and move on to something else. I've also got into the habit of setting myself timeframes to get things done, so this means I'll estimate how long it will take me to write a proposal, so say two to three hours including research, and then I'll aim to get it done by a certain time. I read the other day that if you set yourself time limits to get things done and are strict with yourself, then you will absolutely get them finished within that time frame. I'm not too hard on myself with this, and if I go over it, it's because I'm a perfectionist, so I'm yet to agree with this on every task that I do. Number four, prioritize the important things. Sometimes we can be really bad at prioritizing things based on whether they'll help us today rather than in five years time. So when I'm looking at my to-do list, I'll ask myself, what is the most important task on here? Will this task matter today if I don't do it? Am I working on a project or working on an ongoing client? Have I said I'd get something to someone by a certain date? A lot of my tasks are for Sassy Digital's marketing. So for example, writing blog posts, podcasts and more. But instead of pushing these to the bottom of the list, like a lot of people tend to do with small businesses, I have a certain amount of time per week that I'll allocate to these tasks. I'll spend 30 minutes to an hour, maybe every other day on my own marketing because I believe I'm the best person to do this task. Number five is take a break. I am a big advocate of taking a lunch break, mainly because I was never allowed to take one when I worked for someone else, but also because I love cooking lunch from scratch if I can, and also because it gives you a chance to regroup and clear your mind. Taking regular breaks has proven to boost productivity and it's better for you if you get up and have a little walk around. So make sure you get up to get water, tea, coffee, snacks, or just get outside for five minutes to walk around the block and get some fresh air. I'm always brimming with ideas when I get up, even just to make some tea or walk the dog around the block. If you're feeling unmotivated and you work from home, just remember it is okay to take a day off. We don't get the same amount of time off as people who work in an office. And although there are plenty of benefits that come with running a business or being freelance, including flexibility and being master of your own time, remember that your work evenings, weekends, and even when you're not working, I can guarantee you will be thinking about work. We all need time off. So if you're not feeling 100%, take the day off, do what you need to do and treat tomorrow as a new day. I've spent a lot of time getting into this mentality that it's okay for me to take time off work. And when I do take a day off, if I'm sick or if I'm tired, then I save the whole day and really take time off and make the most of it. So this means not worrying about social media or my emails. If you don't reply to people's comments, like people's posts or reply to people's emails they're still going to be there tomorrow i also find taking time off in the evenings is so important and my clients know that i won't reply past 6 p.m unless i've said that i will before productivity is all in a positive mindset and once you feel motivated to go after your goals and create the life of your dreams motivating yourself is not a hard thing to do this week's thought of the week is you don't want to look back and know you could have done better One of my biggest work ethics is to do everything to the full. Don't just send something out because you can't be bothered to proofread it again. 
check and check again. Put all of your effort into something and don't cut corners. Not only will it boost your reputation, but it instills good habits into your routine. In building work, when people cut corners, it often means that they have to go back and spend time and money to fix a problem. So apply this to your own life and work to make sure you're doing everything to the best of your ability, to make sure that you don't have to go back and redo the things that you haven't done properly the first time around. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next week for another episode of Winging It, how to build, maintain and totally own a career that you love. If you felt inspired by this episode, please, please, please leave a review. I would absolutely love your feedback. Make sure you subscribe too and you can get the latest episodes straight to your phone every Monday morning ready for your commute. Sometimes it can all just seem like too much. I for one have days where I hardly get out of bed. That's a lie. Why does it make it sound like a slob? <laughs> <laughs>